0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: This is Future
0: Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Amial Saleh and Hany Balkas. Happy Thursday, everyone. Hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited to find out the latest and what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. We have some hot news happening right here in the UAE when it comes to detecting COVID-19 in a very intelligent way, because the Emirate of Abu Dhabi is actually introducing brand new scanners that will help detect potential COVID-19 cases. How do they work? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments.
1: Yes, and also we're talking about airlines, Fly Dubai and Al-Husin have partnered Together to make travel more convenient. Now we do know at Hassanab and Abu Dhabi they're doing a lot of things to make life a little bit easier for us. And now we're talking about travel. Travel is very important, and I'm very excited to travel soon. When am I gonna travel? I don't know. <laughs> but with these new guidelines and these new uh, movements. I do believe soon I might just jump on an airplane.
0: Yes, indeed. Especially because then traveling will become a lot more seamless, even with COVID-19 in the picture. Coming up on today's show, in the world of apps, lots is happening as well. As we talk about a brand new social media application that may just be taking over Facebook. And it's called the IRL what is it and is it as efficient as people think it could be we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments
1: if history has taught me anything anytime you go (laughs) up against the big dogs you'll always fail you're going against the man yeah facebook i don't think (laughs) we're going i don't think anyone's going anywhere but emotional intelligence enabled uae's first robo cleaner to double up as a companion so um you might just have a robo cleaner as your man's best friend you know how dogs are (laughs) a man's best friend but now we're talking about robots
0: that's going to be my best friend because anything that could make cleaner cleaning become a bit easier well count me in coming up on today's show as well nasa needs all of our help as they look to name their next candidate for the moon bound going ahead and like i don't know what to call it orchestra <laughs> flight supercraft you name it <laughs> but they're gonna be needing our help to name a dummy and we're gonna be giving them suggestions i guess yes
1: i guess we'll be giving them suggestions uh omnia had her moment for yeah
0: <laughs> i'm trying to think like, why like they're gonna give us um a dummy i, I didn't want to reveal that mannequin. it's a dummy it is it's a dummy it's a dummy it's a dummy it's honestly i mean I don't know what to say anymore.
1: <laughs> it's a moon-bound mannequin. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. So Let us know your guys' thoughts. Four two one five or on Instagram at Pulse ninety five radio. <laughs> Taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about scanners all over Obulaby.
0: Pulse ninety
1: five. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been making headlines all over the UAE because we're talking about new scanners that will detect potential COVID-19 cases for entry to Abu Dhabi and even public places. Now, we know ever since the COVID-19 pandemic, there has been a checkpoint to go into Abu Dhabi. You have to provide a negative PCR test Mm -hmm. to get into the Emirates of Abu Dhabi. But now they're making it a lot more easier that they will detect or they will scan you at that checkpoint, making it a lot easier.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, we do know that one of the biggest telltale signs for COVID-19 is having a high fever. It doesn't mean that if you have a high fever, you definitely have COVID, but it is one of the biggest signs that many gadgets and many tech that was born during this pandemic we're actually using to be able to differentiate between who needs to be tested, who needs to get a PCR test, and who doesn't and just needs to go on with their lives. But as we look at Abu Dhabi, they've had the checkpoint system on ever since, I think, beginning of the COVID-19 or midway through the pandemic, and they've been existent up until now. So one way for them to make it easier for people instead of having to get the PCR test and as they look to slowly start removing these checkpoints is to basically have these scanners this scanner is basically kind of like a thermal camera from what we've seen through the videos that the authorities have shared the thermal cameras can detect if someone has a fever if they do end up looking like they have a high fever then the authorities will ask him to conduct a pcr test within 24 hours Mm -hmm. if that person does not have a fever then you know chances and odds are you probably don't have covid-19 and they'll just let you go without a pcr test
1: now so far this is during a pilot phase so the scanners will be used at entry points to enter the Emirates of Abu Dhabi the entrance to select public locations on Yas island and even at designated points to enter or exit Al Musafah area, which is basically al right here yeah. in Sharjah. <laughs> now, the new system of scanners will be an add-on to the existing precautionary measures. As of now, we do know that people entering Abu Dhabi need to show a negative PCR test result within 48 hours, or even a negative DPI result, which is that blood test within 24 hours. Now, the initiative is in line with the Abu Dhabi's four-pillar strategy to combat COVID-19 and is focused on vaccination, active contract uh, tracing, and even safe entry and adopting preventive measures. Mm -hmm. So I think that you're having so many options to show whether or not you're negative, that it's much better because for people like me, if I do a DPI test, which is uh, that blood test, it's always going to show that I have an infection.
0: Yeah, because you get sick without knowing. Yeah,
1: because I have a weak immune system. Mm, okay. So if you have a weak immune system, your body always is fighting yeah. <laughs> a uh, an infection. So that's what happened to me. I remember the first time I did it. I thought I had Corona, <laughs> I but
0: remember turns that. out
1: I'm just an old man.
0: <laughs> well, good news is if you if let's let's say the scanner detects that you may have COVID 19 and the authorities require you to go ahead and do a PCR test. All PCR tests related to the red results from the scanner are completely free. And this is all part of the efforts that the UAE is doing to help fight this virus, to help make sure that we are all safe and to also make sure that people go ahead and get vaccinated. Because now if you get vaccinated and you continuously get PCRs every week, I think you can maintain that. I think it was the E on Al-Husun app or the I.
1: I think think it's after you're vaccinated, you take that PCR test. And we're looking at Abu Dhabi doing a lot of things. Now, we do know that you need to have an husun app to enter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be vaccinated yeah. to enter malls, cinemas, a lot of public places. And I believe that is great. Again, that yeah. is supporting and pushing more people to get vaccinated. We're, I think the vaccine has been out for a couple months now. Yep. Seven or eight months. And alhamdulillah, you know, I've we're took... Almost, d-
0: we're almost due to our booster shot, honey.
1: <laughs> I, I took the vaccine and I feel great. I mean... Alhamdulillah, it just goes to show and statistics do show that people who didn't get the vaccine hmm. got sick and people who got the vaccine didn't.
0: Exactly. And now we are looking at Abu Dhabi actually becoming an entirely digital emirate you know people going into malls have to showcase that green uh, qr code on al-hussan application and they do have to be vaccinated as well let us know your thoughts what do you think of those scanners have you seen the videos that has been all over social media of authorities trying it out we want to hear your thoughts for 215 do it to Salat or sign into rdms at pulse 95 radio but coming up we're gonna put you into the summer vibes as we talk about traveling once again fly dubai and al-hussan app are actually partnering to make travel because a lot easier, even amidst a worldwide pandemic.
1: You're listening to Pulse 95.
0: Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. When June hits, we all start thinking about traveling, getting to explore the world, or visiting family and friends. And Fly Dubai, as well as al Husan want to make this a little bit easier because they're both partnering to make travel become much more seamless experience amidst a worldwide pandemic. Al Husan application right here in the UAE is your lifeline. If you want to go to Abu Dhabi, if you want to just make sure that you don't have COVID-19, you open up the application to check your results for the vac- for the vaccine. To check your, for your results for your PCR test as well as see that you got mm-hmm. vaccinated. But citizens and residents as well as visitors of the UAE can now use this application as well to check into their flight without having to present any printed or hard copy of your negative COVID-19 PCR test.
1: Yes, now Fly Dubai has partnered with Al-Husn which is the official UAE app for contact tracing and health testing related to COVID-19 to provide passengers with a digital verification of COVID-19 medical records while traveling from the UAE. Now, Fly Dubai actually does become the first airline to partner with Al-Husn to offer this service to, uh, to its passengers. Now, Again, I think that soon enough, we're going to be seeing all airlines that operate from the UAE implementing Al-Husn app because it would just be much, much easier to show yeah. uh, to show the app and say, hey, I'm negative. I have the E. I have whatever. Mm. Let me board my plane. Now, we do know that uh, Al-Husn was developed in the UAE and is a joint initiative between the Ministry of Health and Prevention and local authorities. And it is endorsed by the National Authority for Emergency and Crisis Management. So, again, this is authorized. It is um, backed up by the UAE government, which, again, it means it is authentic. So you don't have to go to any medical center, get that paper, just the Hassan app has everything for you. And we're looking at at the Hassan app becoming that one-stop place that has everything related to COVID-19.
0: Yes, indeed. And we do know that, you know, during the years as we start to live with COVID-19, we do need to make sure that we showcase documentation that we're vaccinated or at least that we have a negative pcr test uh you know when when people travel during covid 19 it becomes pretty difficult because you don't just get the regular pcr you need to make sure that you inform uh, the authorities the nurse that is doing the pcr for you that you're planning to use this for travel so that they can go ahead and give you that report sometimes people struggle with finding the report on the app or printing it out or Oh, I didn't print it out in time. So now you're cutting all that hassle out and all you need to show is that application and that negative PCR test on the app. Now, this service is available for all Fly Dubai passengers that are departing from Terminal 2 at Dubai International Airport. And they are also planning to integrate this service for flights that are departing from Terminal 3. Mm It's all being developed and will be uh, introduced in future phases of this program as well.
1: Now, hopefully, I'm looking at an international, a global app to do this as well, just so life can go back to normal. Now, we do know that, um, again, the summertime is travel time, and a lot of people aren't traveling because of the COVID-19 restrictions. But if it is made easier, trust me, a lot of people will start traveling. I mean, I got my mom. She's leaving in about 20 days. My whole family's leaving to Miami mm. for a whole month.
0: Oh god. So <laughs> we're gonna go back to lonely Hanny again. <laughs> lonely Hanny
1: again, you know? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very lonely the next couple months. I think the next month and a half. Oh, they're, they're gonna
0: stay for a month and a half?
1: The month and a half, and then you got you. Oh yeah. And then we got a lot of everyone just leaving Hanny behind, you know? But I'm going to be having so much fun with being, the Hulsen app with, in the UAE. <laughs> with the Hulsen app and with the Pulse 95 listeners, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking about the new. New social network that will be taking on Facebook groups.
0: Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse
1: 95. We're looking at a no, a new social network that will be taking Facebook on, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about IRL now. When I think about IRL, the first thing that comes to mind. Is in real life that is the abbreviation Same. of it, but we're looking at how this might be challenging Facebook groups. Now, it is actually a SoftBank backed app that already has 12 million users, so it is already quite developed. Now, mm-hmm. we do know SoftBank has actually been behind a lot of great robots. I, yeah, uh, you Pepper gotta, the robot. You got to remind me which robot. Pepper. Pepper the Robot. Yeah. We saw him at Jidex. Was yes. it him or her?
0: It was, oh, I don't know. Yeah. we'll <laughs> call. no her, idea.
1: We'll, we'll call her They.
0: They. <laughs> well... This actually, this company has created so much in such a few amount of time, amount of years to begin with. But what makes it interesting and what makes me have some hope in IRL is the fact that when Facebook started out, it started out small. Mark Zuckerberg, he was alongside a roommate in a dorm room, and they created the social media app. But the only difference is times have changed, and now if you're not big, and if you don't start out big there is a very, very small chance that you'll be able to make it. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly the issue with this application. But before we start out with issues, we'll tell you a little bit about how the app works.
1: Yes. Now, it is actually a two-year-old startup and is betting that a post-pandemic world will fuel its mission to help people do more together, which basically means meeting up in real life. And that is where the word IRL comes for, in real life. And the idea has been attracted, actually, a lot of deep pockets. And we're talking about SoftBank which is the biggest investor with a $170 million injection of funding IRL at roughly $1 billion. So what we're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, mm. is an app that will help you meet up with people in real life. And I think that 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 it, it could be very, very useful. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to bash it. I'm going to say, okay. okay, it will be very useful, but not right now. Mm. You know, I think they're jumping the gun a little bit and creating and having and doing this. But they are jumping a gun right now. And I'm looking at screenshots and it says join now for $25 a month. So is this going to be a paid app?
0: Mm, That's going to be a good question to pose or to ask, especially because they have invested a lot of money in it when there is no revenue coming out of the application just yet. Now, IRL is basically targeting people under the age of 18 years old. So they're trying to target that younger generation, especially because they are watching Mark Zuckerberg looking at Instagram and Facebook and trying to create Instagram for kids and Facebook for kids. So they want to try and play on that uh, on those notes to try and Attract customers. Now we do know that Facebook's users, they're the older generation. There is no doubt about this. You will rarely find someone who's young and on the platform. Instagram it's basically a mixture of both, especially because now they're trying to create this application that's only for kids. So what they're trying to do is to basically create something that would help attract the younger generation, to a platform similar to Facebook. So they want to experiment with allowing groups uh, to charge for access to things like tutoring, to things like music lessons. They want to be kind of like a beneficial platform for people to learn new skills uh, in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this app. It could be very, very useful. Uh, A lot of people... Actually, you know, they have a hard time meeting people. You know. True. Now, if you have an app that will say, "Hey, if you like apples, and I like apples—not mm-hmm. Apple the 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 tech <laughs> company, the Apple the fruit." Yeah. How about we go and do some apple picking, right? <laughs> and and again, uh, some people do have a really hard time making friends. Yeah. And. Um,
0: Especially for like people who like know a skill and they want to teach it to others. You mm-hmm. can charge for tutoring over the application.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, so I think that this would be a very nice app, but not right now. Mm. As uh, we do know, the COVID-19 pandemic, social distancing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and uh, you, I think, but I think in the long run, maybe hopefully soon we'll be done with this Corona thing. Mm. And uh, we'll go back to normal and maybe I might use it as well.
0: Ooh, let us know, would you be interested in using an application like this? Our text lines are open. For two one five, do it to or Sign into RDMs at Pulse ninety five Radio, but keep Pulse ninety five locked because our interesting topics are going to be coming up in just a few moments. You're listening to Pulse ninety five. Pulse ninety five. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse ninety five. Our favorite companions right here on Future Talk are robots. They're so easy to talk to, talk to not necessarily, but they're nice when it comes to automating things that we hate doing. And this is exactly what this robot that we're going to be telling you about today is doing. So one thing that a lot of people hate doing is cleaning. You know, no, it's a chore that you just don't want to do what you got to do. And now you can go ahead and automate it, but also have a friend in that robot as well because Mm -hmm. UAE's first robo cleaner is actually doubling up as a companion.
1: Yes, now, well, for those who don't know, I like to clean, believe it or not. Oh, okay. I feel (laughs) clean after I clean my room, for example, or I clean, I feel like everything is put in place. I can live my life accordingly. Mm -hmm. now, If I had someone or something to help me, which would be a robot, I think it would make things a little bit cool. Maybe I can jam and dance because obviously we all know that we put on some music when we're cleaning unless Mm. you're thinking about something else. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, for me, I put on some nice music. Probably tune into Pulse ninety five on YouTube.
0: Who? I mean, you can't really clean in silence. Yes, it's you a lot cannot clean to clean when there's music on.
1: Yes. Now, countries including the UAE and its neighbors have been able to welcome these smart droids into public places, hospitals, and even households thanks to a thriving digital infrastructure, which has been paired with a zeal to adopt innovative tech. Now. Saudi Arabia has actually become the first country to identify a robot as the kingdom's citizens. And we talked about that with Sophia.
0: Yes, Sophia the robot is actually the first robo citizen in the entire world. So we are actually looking at this robot taking kind of a similar location and similar place in our lives right here in the UAE. So when we're looking at this robot, it's actually called uh, the Leo Mop. Leo Mop is an interesting name because it takes after mop which is what you used to clean the floors with and then Leo is kind of like your companion side of that robot it actually can clean for up to 17 hours every single day it's very environmentally friendly so you don't have that worry of it emits or uh, creating any gas emissions and it has great hygiene so it's equipped with technology that can actually dry floors after mopping them and it can cut Mm -hmm. water usage by 70 percent so it's very sustainable in the process
1: now believe it or not it is actually empowered by machine learning to assign tasks to itself so the robotic cleaner also does have sensors to avoid running into obstacles and can achieve even adjust its speed according to the surroundings but that's not all, ladies, and gentlemen. The most silent product in its class also has very expressive eyes in its own voice, along with emotional intelligence to support those features. So machine learning, for example, what, what would happen? So let's say you say, hey, robot, clean the floor every <laughs> time at 2 p.m., yeah. for example, right? The robot itself will start saying, hey, I think I need to go clean the floor at 2 p.m. (laughs) And then it will basically be its job. It's automatic. No, automatically that I need to clean the floor at 2 p.m. Now, it will also work as an assistant for cleaning pros. The Android can also engage in conversations with humans and also has capabilities to double up as an entertainer. So basically, we're looking at a droid or a robot That will do it all. So imagine you're cleaning. Hey, Droid, you like this song? (laughs) I like this song, Annie. I
0: would like
1: it, man. I'd probably make a TikTok account. (laughs) Droid and Hanny. Hanny Hanny and the Droid. Think I would get famous. How much does this cost? He
0: has a name. It's called Leo Mop. Let's call him by his name.
1: I mean, Leo Mop is so generic. That's like saying you're a human.
0: Leo mob.
1: No, I don't, it's, like you, it's like it's like it's like addressing so humans by. So It's like addressing humans with uh, people with human.
0: Yeah, like imagine I call honey Hannyod like humanoid. Yeah, no, honey-od. I,
1: I want to give it a name.
0: I have no idea. Like
1: my own name.
0: What do you want to call it, Leo? Leo the cleaner.
1: <laughs> Detall. Detall. Oh no, you know what, Mr. Clean.
0: Nice one, Mr. Clean. Why yeah. not? What I like about it is it has very expressive eyes. So he or she has a lot of emotional intelligence embedded within its algorithms. And the perfect perk of using this robot is no clutter will ever be caused. So usually you'd clean because there's clutter in the room. This robot can prevent clutter before it even happens. And if you're not at home and it's cleaning the house for you, you can even track its performance through your cell phone because all of the information about your house, how the cleaning is going is uploaded to a cloud service that is easily accessible within a single tap. Mm -hmm. It also has predictive analysis. Just like you've mentioned, Hani, you can schedule cleaning uh, schedules and cleaning operations even if you're not at home at that moment. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, the robots have already been used in the region to sanitize airports Mm -hmm. and are currently sterilizing the Grand Mosque Saudi Arabia and they're also distributing the holy Zim, Zim water yes so I think that is amazing to have a robot sanitizing and sterilizing a mosque, a masjid.
0: Yes. And at the same
1: time, distributing that holy ZemZem water. That is beautiful.
0: Absolutely. Let us know what are your thoughts of Leo Mop, or just like Kenny wants to call him, the cleaner. Is it the cleaner? Dr. Clean. Dr. Clean. What do you think of this robot? And would you want one for yourself? Our text lines are open. 4215 Dorit it to salat or Side into RDMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up. Our show is still not over. We are going to be talking all about NASA needing our help to name its next moonbound mannequin. Keep Pulse ninety-five locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse ninety-five. Pulse ninety-five. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse
1: ninety-five. Na- oh, no, my God, I got so excited that I was <laughs> going to say Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but say, so, ladies and gentlemen, NASA does want you to help it name its moon moonbound mannequin. Now you're probably wondering, honey, are we talking about like the mannequins that we see in the mall? No, we're talking about a person or a jointed model of the human body, which is used as an autonomy or an artistic or tr- artistic-like figure. Mm. So basically a mascot. Yeah. Now it does look like to be a giant leap for a mannequin kind. Mankind, mannequin, it's not funny? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, but NASA is planning to send that dummy on a flyby of the moon, and the space agency wants our help to name it.
0: Yes, indeed. This dummy is going to be on board of the Artemis 1 mission. It will be performing a flyby of the moon later this year, and NASA is prepping for this Subsequent crewed mission that will include a lunar landing. A lot of people are excited, especially those who are big fans of space because NASA has actually announced a contest to name that mannequin. And anyone who gets or wins the good name of the dummy will actually just be up for grabs of a big trip that NASA will be organizing. I wonder where that trip is going to be. Hope it's Mm -hmm. somewhere in outer space. But in an apparent effort to prevent the mannequin, McMannequin Face, from winning out, NASA has actually pre selected eight names as a part of a bracket contest. And the contenders are Ace, Wargo, Delos Duhart campus Shackleton Montgomery and Rigel yeah. every name has been apparently carefully chosen
1: yes so I you know what I think uh, the NASA team sat together like so what kind of disgusting names can we make up because the only one that I understood was Ace but for example, yeah. A.S. does stand for Artemis Crew Explorer. Okay. Wargo is a dedication to Michael Wargo, who is NASA's first chief exploration scientist. And Montgomery is a nod to Julius Montgomery, the first African-American to work at the Cape can- can- Canaveral Space Facility as a technical professional. Now, every other day, starting from uh, June 16th, you can actually hit Twitter, Facebook, or even Instagram at NASA Artemis to vote for one or two names. Now, the winner of each racket will remain in the contest until the final showdown, which is on Monday, June 28th, with the winner name or the winning name set to be officially announced on June 29th. So it's kind of like a fun competition.
0: Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. I think I would
1: just choose Ace because it sounds cool.
0: I think Ace makes the most sense, especially because it's taking after. My name is
1: Ace and I'm going to space. (laughs)
0: Ooh, that rhymes! That rhymes really nicely! Now, the purpose of the mannequin isn't just because NASA wants to tweet entertaining photos showing what the crewed Artemis 2 mission might look like. What they're actually trying to do is to play a vital role in the mission. They have carefully placed different sensors on the mannequin's seat and these sensors will give NASA very important information about how various stages of the flight will affect the human crew that will be taking the same route later on. So what they're trying to do is actually study the impact of traveling to space on that dummy. These sensors will measure the force of gravity. They'll measure uh, the amount of fitness that any human being needs to be able to go on a crewed mission to the moon. Now, the mannequin on Artemis 1 will actually also be equipped with two radiation sensors and including the sensors in the seat. One will be under the headrest and the other one will be behind the seat. This is to A, record the acceleration of the mission, Uh but also to basically record the vibration uh, that the mission will be traveling through and that the person's body will be going through. The data from these sensors will help uh, NASA understand what they need to protect their human crew members on Artemis 2 and all the missions coming after that.
1: Amazing. Now, going back and talking about the poll now, I just went to uh, NASA's Twitter account, which is NASA's Artemis Artemis program. Mm -hmm. It says, choose your player. Today's bracket (laughs) for the name of the Artemis Moonkin Challenge features, Ace and Largo. And Ace is winning with a 70% win. So people... uh, have the same idea as mine ace would be a cooler name than wargo
0: (laughs) i totally agree i feel like ace actually fits the missions name especially when you want to send humans on other missions so this one can be a bit more personalized
1: like let's do it for like a quick promo okay wargo where are you ace i have landed it's cooler
0: can we wait wait i need to find the right music for this
1: Captain Ace We are here in space Going to the moon If you think about Wargo It sounds like We'll lead you will lead you From Super Mario Wargo That's what it sounds like We hear Wargo, Wargo! I love
0: Ace Wargo I love Ace
1: Ace Captain Ace I think I'm going to change my name to Ace. Oh,
0: my God. Sounds cool. We'll send you to the moon The Ace <laughs> of Spades. Ladies and
1: <laughs> gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215. Do our thoughts or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. What do you think about those names? Wargo, Ace. I'm going to go with Ace. And a lot of people... Uh, I'm going to
0: go with Ace as well.
1: Say Ace as well. And even Omnia says Ace. Yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, today is finally Thursday. <laughs> and it's time for us to jump into our space station... <laughs> Or spaceship and go all the way to space With Ace But ladies and gentlemen I do hope you had a good time Today on the show We're going to wish you a very 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 happy and safe weekend And we'll see you on Sunday Same time same place That's my robot voice
0: This is Pulse 95 Tune in live Every weekday from 2pm